What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Trench Warfare Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Thorne. And today we're going to be talking about the 10 most consequential training camp battles for the offensive line position heading into training camp. So training camp for for veterans starts, I think, within the next five to six to seven days for various teams. I'm recording this on July 19th. Um, So next week, you know, camp is going to be starting and figured this was a good time to uh, to get this out there and to discuss some of these position battles. So we're going to go through 10 different positions here that have position battles from nine different teams. One team has two of them. Um, there's various rookies in here mixed with veterans. And uh, I just think, you know, most of these teams that we're going to be discussing, if not all of them, are going to be competitive teams. Um, so that's, you know, one one kind of uh, reason why they are consequential. And then also just consequential from an individual perspective uh, in terms of contracts and uh, just how long guys are going to stick around and kind of the trajectory of some of these guys' careers is, you know, largely dependent on these battles and how they go. So we're going to be talking about kind of how they fit in the scheme, um, the individual players, how they match up against each other and kind of maybe some of the strengths and weaknesses that they're going to offer, you know, their team. So, yeah, without further ado, let's let's go ahead and get right into it. And uh, the first team that I want to discuss is the Seattle Seahawks, because they're the team with two position battles um, that are occurring on their offensive line, and that is at the center position and right guard. So first at center, we have Evan Brown, who filled in uh, pretty well last year as uh, kind of a depth player for the Detroit Lions um, due to the various injuries that they've had. He's played guard and center. So he brings some versatility to the Seahawks. He's going to be competing with rookie fifth round selection out of Michigan, Olu Oluwatimi, who you know was the captain of the Joe Moore Joe Moore Award winning offensive line in Michigan. He won the Remington Award for the the nation's top center. Um, he is one of those prospects that kind of checks all the boxes uh, in terms of leadership, work ethic processing skills, toughness, um, a former transfer from Vanderbilt who really kind of took his game to another level in Michigan. Um, he he had, uh, you know, a little bit of concerns with play strength uh, in terms of sustaining blocks, straining and finishing um, at the collegiate level, uh, probably a below average athlete. Um, that's, I think those are some of the reasons why he went in the fifth round. Um, but Nonetheless, he's one of those guys you could certainly see winning this job, considering the level of competition is a kind of a career, you know, depth player in Evan Brown, um, who's, you know, pretty young as well. But um, this is going to be a very interesting battle uh, between those two. Um, And this is one of the more difficult ones to predict, honestly, because there isn't, um, you know, as you'll as we'll see in some of these. Uh, discussions there isn't like a a high round draft pick in this battle there isn't like a highly paid guy in this battle so from a team investment perspective it isn't uh clear so i truly think this is this battle is just purely going to be won um from performance you know on the field which is ideally how you want all the battles to be won but we know that that just always isn't the case so um that that uh makes this battle particularly intriguing and then um, you know, additionally, the Seahawks should have a really good offensive line. Um, they have really good young tackles. I think they have a good left guard and Damian Lewis. Um, it's just if they can shore up the center spot and this player can be 
functional, which, you know, to me is kind of like below average to average. If they could just get that out of this position, that'll be important. Um, and, you know, of course, ideally they get, you know, uh, average to above average, which I think is, you know, a possibility. And I think you probably have a better chance of getting that with Olu. So my prediction here would be Olu would win this job. I think he has the mental makeup and sort of the, um, you know, the pro, um, the, the professional approach, you know, to his, to his mindset, uh, to the way he goes about his business to win this job as a rookie. So I, I would give the edge there to Olu with Brown having the proven versatility to be a really high quality uh, interior swing backup. So that's where I would lean on that one. And that's how I see that uh, next one would be next uh, position battle here is uh, right guard. And that's Phil Haynes, former fourth round pick. And I want to say 2019 um, from the Seahawks and then Anthony Bradford, who was a fourth round pick this year. So um, again, you know, very, obviously very similar um, investments, you know, both fourth, fourth round picks. The difference here is Phil Haynes has been in the, in the system with the franchise for multiple seasons. He's filled in admirably um, when guys have gone down with injury uh, as recently as last year when Gabe Jackson got hurt, uh, Haynes filled in pretty well. Um, and they just, I think, re-signed him to like a one-year deal. Um, I think this is going to be his job to lose. Um, I really like Bradford as a prospect. Um, it was funny. My my comparison for Bradford uh, on my scouting report before the draft was Phil Haynes. Uh, so it was kind of funny he went there. But um, yeah, nonetheless, I, I think this is Haynes' job. Um, Bradford still needs some time, I think, um, from from a technical perspective. Uh, he hasn't played a whole lot of collegiate football either. Very young. Um, I think he, you know, depending on how Haynes plays this season, this could be Bradford's job to lose next offseason. Um, but for 2023, I think this can be Phil Haynes. So I could see this being Olu Oluwatimi at center and Phil Haynes at right guard for Seattle. So the next battle that we're going to go to is this one is extremely important. This is the Green Bay Packers. We're going to go to right tackle, and this is going to be between Zach Tom and Yash Neiman. So Yash Neiman, he is in his third or fourth year this upcoming season, former undrafted free agent that's worked his way into this opportunity. He's had to fill in the last couple of years um, at right and left tackle due to injury, the David Bakhtiari um, knee injury, um, and then last year at right tackle as well. I I really like Nyman. The only thing with this battle, and the reason why I'm going to give this to Zach Tom, is because I think Nyman is clearly a better left than right tackle, and that just isn't ideal, obviously, because David Bakhtiari is back. He played 11 games last year, finally came back from that knee injury that kept him out for like 24 games. Um, and it looks like Bakhtiari's back. So therefore that kind of puts Nyman, you know, in a disadvantageous position because, um, you know, with him being better at left, that job's gone. Now he's going to have to compete at right where I, I don't think he's quite as proficient in his movements. Um, he just looks like a more natural, you know, more fluid mover at left. Um, and Zach Tom is a very proficient mover, uh, although he doesn't have the same level of uh, play strength. I don't think that Nyman does. Um, it, it wasn't too much of an issue last year for Tom, and uh, they invested more in Tom, um, you know, in terms of draft draft capital. I, I think this is probably Tom, uh, Tom's job to lose. But Nyman, I think he's going to push him hard. Um, he's been there, you know, a little bit longer. Um, he, he's, he's played uh, a little bit more. 
Um, so it's going to be an interesting one, but I would mean Zach Tom, if he doesn't win it right away, at least to become the starter for more games in 2023 than Nyman, with Nyman being the, uh, the swing backup. So that's how I see that battle going uh, there. The next one, this one is kind of truly up in the air as much, if not more than any of these that we'll talk about. And that's uh, with the Baltimore Ravens at left guard. Um, you know, much like the Seahawks and the Packers, the Ravens are expected to have a, a really good offensive line this year. It's just people have no idea who's going to play left guard. Um, and this is really a three-man race um, as I see it. And that's between Ben Cleveland, the former Georgia Bulldog, who's a giant offensive lineman, um, doesn't move very well, but he's huge. Uh, and that's going to be, he's going to be competing against John Simpson, um, who was signed, uh, I believe he played for the Raiders last year. He's dealt with quite a bit of injuries, but he's kind of a similar sort of player, you know, very linear type of player, um, doesn't move well laterally, uh, isn't, you know, just a very fluid mover, but very physical, you know, and has some power to his game as well. And then they're going to be competing with a rookie that the team drafted uh, on day three this year from Oregon. Now, you know, I'm probably going to butcher this name, but it's Malasala Amuve Lalu. So we'll call him Lalu. Uh, but he's actually one of my 10 favorite uh, offensive line prospects in this draft when I did the the quote-unquote my guys article that I do every year um, I try to pick several day three prospects